Hello everyone on this Friday night. Welcome to the Shadow News Report. Now tonight we're going to have a little special. Um, on Friday night, uh, it's going to be Friday Mystery Night. And I'm going to have that on my program every Friday night. And uh, so, well let's get right to it. This is a mystery Friday night. Enjoy. Bonaparte himself is almost at the gates at my gate. His general, the Tsar, manages after 
steel torpedo itself. But lawful marriage, however regrettable, is no sin or crime. There are other matters in the indictment, I think. Then continue, but give us nothing that is not material. Item that on the 12th of October, 1880, the Sergeant being in command of a five-gun battery of light artillery, did direct the fire of his guns against the holy church of St. Martha the Innocent, what? and thereby of his wicked malice destroyed that church utterly. Captain Darbray, is this charge true? It is, yes. You admit it? Good father, what I have to say. The church blew up, I think. Were you boast of your opinion, man? It blew up because it was stored with kegs of gunpowder for your army. I had every right to fire on it. And that is all the defense you have to make? I tell you, I had every right to fire on it. by military law. There was it's military law above God's law. I... I don't know. I did my duty, that's all. Long live the emperor! Captain Dalbray... Mark what I say. No man, however great in heresy, is ever condemned to be burnt in the fire. Fire? In the fire. To be first recant and ignore No pity, no atonement. The only sentence of this court can be death. Death. Yes. The secular or government arm to which we must release you has devised two ways of punishment in cases such as yours. You hear the tolling of the bell? I hear them. It is the possession of the condemned going to the auto de fe. Soon the yellow light of the flames will stream through the windows and flicker on floor and ceiling. Nunca dinon amortis intuit manibus dominus. Most of those condemned out of mercy will be strangled before they are burned. It cannot be so with you, Jean Delbray. You must die in one of two ways. Either with the direst of physical a slow fire of green wood, ice bandages about the head and the heart, so that the fire does not approach too quickly. Or else, Jean Delbray, you must die in a certain other way. pass your sentence and let me go. The law does not permit me to tell you now what this other way is. Sentence of this course, therefore. I, I have swooned. Yet still, I will not say that all of consciousness was lost. In the deepest slumber, no. In delirium, no. In a swoon, no. In death, no. Even in the grave, all is not lost. There are shadows of memory which tell us indistinctly of tall figures that lifted me and bore me in silence down, down, still down. Until a hideous dizziness oppressed me at that descent into the earth. Then, as consciousness swam back to my wits, darkness, stone floor, and dark. Jean. I am only in your imagination. Am I mad? You are. 
but your brain is seized. You only think you hear me. No, 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 I, I do. I do. I hear you clearly, as clearly as I once heard you. In the little church near the Abro where we were married. Yes, yes, yes. I, I destroyed that church, Beatrice. I had to. It was my commanding officer's order. I know, Jean. Be comforted. There are those who care. You won't leave me. As long as I am in your heart, I shall be here. I, I was strong once. Now, now I am weak. Once I was reckless. Now I am afraid. What am I, Beatrice? What are you going to do to me? I cannot tell. Remember, my voice comes only from your own brain. Are you fettered? Fettered? Uh, no. They've not chained you to the wall. No, no. They've, they've taken away my uniform. They've given me sandals and a robe of what feels like coarse serge. But I'm, I'm still free. Ah, free. Take courage, son. Free. And in the grasp of the Inquisition, Beatrice. Yes, Sean. It's completely dark. There's hardly any air. I, I'd better get up. I'd better stretch out my hand. Suppose... Oh, you buried me alive. Courage. Can you stand up? I, I, I think so, yes. Then walk. Walk as far as you can. Measure the limit of the cell. If this is not a tomb... You are right, Beatrice. As always, I, I find... Are you on your feet? Yes. Now, now pray. Pray for a poor devil who always meant well. One place. Two you are very weak, Sean. Rest a moment. Where are you now, Beatrice? In, in the flesh, I mean. You know that, Sean. In the old house by the olive grove. Go and of my people. Yes, I know it. Each morning I climb to the hilltop and watch. Go on, go on. Sometimes I think I hear guns yes. rumble in the hills. Yes. And long-moving columns yes. with the red dust rising above. Go on, go on. First come the heavy cavalry in plume-crested helmets. Yes. On their flanks, squealing like hawks, light hussars in blue and scarlet. And behind them, in a glitter of bayonets as vast as lightweights on the sea, rank upon yes. rank. The long gray coats and the tall bear skin caps. The old gods and the grand army. It is only a vision, my dear one. They do not come. Ah, will they? Will they ever come, Beatrice? I cannot tell. Then, then I must face what has been prepared for me. Walk again, John. Try. Keep your hand in front of you. This rope, this rope, it impedes me. The floor is treacherous and slimy, but I try. Four paces. Five. Six. Seven. It can't be a tomb. Eight. Nine. Look out! Uh, uh, all right. I tell, I tell them I need The rope, the rope tripped me. That's right. My hand is in front of me. It's lower than my face, but I, I feel, I feel nothing. Nothing, John. It's a pit. A circular pit. And I fell on the very edge of it. Oh. They would have made you walk into it. Yes. Uh, there's a loose fragment of rock just inside the edge. Not if I can dislodge Yeah. 
the shriek of a damned spirit. To my heart, with a stealthy face, tiger, down, certainly, relentlessly, down. I, I prayed. I wearied heaven with my prayer for its more speedy descent. I grew frantically mad and struggled to force myself up like that swinging, glittering death. Uh, no avail. Down, still unceasingly, still inevitably down the sharp steel path within three inches of a John, I am here. With the three fingers, I'm quite calm. You are resigned. Oh, that is a strange thing. Even now, I am not resigned. Is there a way out? How can there be? Then twelve more vibrations, and will fray the surface of my world. Only light drapes of ether in a delicate hand. There will be many sweets before it bites. Deep. No, I can't escape it. You kept me away from you, John. You locked me out of your sight. If I am here only in your thoughts, why should I fear the rat? <clears throat> you open your eyes and your eyes blaze. What is it, Christ? Today, we are still swatting. Across the floor and over the meat carpet. They have taken nearly all your food. Yes, yes, of course, they are ravenous. They have sharp teeth. Well, the meat is oily and spiced. If I think what remains of it. Are you burning? I've got that meat from the bank. You can hold it. One, John, try. Maybe too late. If I leave my body, the facts will be sharp. Try as I tell you, try. Ah, but look, this. There are two that I do try. But they are about to you. I can see their eyes. They're creeping back. And I see rats crawling across me. Can the flesh bear it? One of them has leaped on the wooden framework. Another follower. They're gnawing at the bandage. Seven, eight more sweeps of the pendulum and... I can't endure anymore. The paintings on the wall. 
of the dishonorable, the skeletons and imps and devils, they seem different. They are different. The color sharpens, grow bright. The demon's eyes glare. The skeleton hands are stretched. Don't you catch me yet? The odor of heat and iron. Heat and iron? Yes, my darling, I... I have been much humbled. But I won't... I won't have you see me in tears. I... I ought to you to call. John, in the name of heaven, yes, you're sending me away. Yes, yes, oh. in the name of heaven, go. Suffocating heat pervaded the prison. A deeper glow settled in the painted eyes that glared at me. I could draw no breath of air into my lungs. Against the room of that fiery destruction, the thought of the pit and its coolness come like a soothing bomb. I staggered to the picture of the pit. I looked into it. The enkindled walls and roof lighted it for death. Just for one wild moment, even then, I refused to believe the horror of what I saw beneath me. Does the pit please you, Captain Danbury? And how shall you avoid it? Look. The dungeon has changed its shape. That is true. The walls are closing in. It was formerly a square. Now it is flattened slowly toward the center to force me into the pit. Of course. <laughs> no force you along with me. Again, the parents you must be told, Captain Dalbray, that you are speaking only to your own sick fancy. I am not here at all. Farewell. And now, now force her and force her through the red burning walls. Okay, there you have it on the Friday Night Mystery. And uh, that was 1943, The Pit in the Pendulum, produced on January 12, 1943. That was pretty interesting. It was a nice uh, um, old uh, radio program. Um, I'm sure people gathered around, listened to it on the radio, the old-time radio, and and listened to the suspense mystery. So we're going to do this again next Friday and uh, have another mystery. And uh, hope you'll join me on the Shadows News Report. And uh, join me each, each and every evening 
for the Shadow Report uh, news and uh, commentary. Um, so you all have a good evening, and we'll catch you uh, tomorrow night on the Shadow News Report.